Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Hey, Dolphins. This is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another podcast. Today, I'm here with Louis Ragoni. Hey, 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 Dolphins. We're a week closer, Mike. A week we closer. A week closer, Dolphins. Start getting pumped up. You're getting ready, huh? Um, yeah. Let's, I'll, t- let, I'll tell you who they who won't be getting ready. That's uh, the five people they uh, removed from the roster yesterday. Sheldrick Redwine, the safety. They waved. They uh Waved DeAndre Johnson. I, I believe he was a defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sterling uh, Hoffricher, the punter. Mackenzie Alexander, the cornerback, put him on IR. Hate to see that. He, he lasted eight days. Eight days. Yeah. J- John Lovett, the uh, fullback, they put on IR. So right. unfortunately, those guys won't be going forward with us this year. Yeah, a punter and two guys put on IR, Mike. So not a lot of decision making there, right? Nope, nope, nope. Not too much difficult. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they didn't <laughs> spend a lot of time, you know, thinking about uh, who, you know. Not at all. That comes next week. You know, both of my brothers are Viking fans, and uh, the fellow that we picked up, you hate to see anybody get hurt, but um, they basically told me, plain and simple, he stinks. <laughs> and, you know, that's. You know them, Mike. Yeah. The listeners don't know them, but you know them. They're just blunt and, you know, I don't know how much we actually lost in that move. I guess he was a veteran. You know, he's been in the NFL, but, um, you know, according to them, not a very good player. Uh, again, you hate to see guys get hurt, but, um, 
you know, they're going to be picking up a corner or two possibly when all the cuts go down. Um, cause they're they digging are through getting the dumpster, thin. Lewis, you know, they're digging through yeah. the dumpster. Yeah. They're, they're, they're thin. They are thin. And we don't know what the situation is going to be with, uh, uh, Jones at, uh, at the, uh, one starting corner. Um, I will say this, um, Needham looked pretty doggone good on a few of the plays in the preseason game. Um, you know, he still continues to break up passes. He did yep. early on in the game the other day. So, um, you know, at least we have a positive there. Yes. But go ahead. What? Well, that's a big positive. That is a big positive. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, we, de- we definitely need. I mean, past our two starters, I mean, you don't have an awful lot. Um, you know, without Needham there. So right. positive. But go ahead, Mike. You had some other stuff to open up with, right? Well, yeah. Uh, right now, you know, it's it's uh, Wednesday morning, and uh, the team is over at uh, their practice facility taking on the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll work with them today and tomorrow. Yes. Those are open to the public if uh, people wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Then Saturday, they play them at 7 p.m., you know, Hard Rock. Nice. So that should be fun to get this preseason over with. hmm Yeah, I picked one player for stock up and one player for stock down, and my stock up player was uh, Skylar Thompson. hmm Lewis, he is as impressive a seventh-round quarterback as I can say I've ever seen. He is. He absolutely is. I mean, I enjoy watching him play. Very poised. Uh, makes all the throws. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what more to say about him. You and know, if Kasicki didn't drop that pass that he really wasn't quite ready for, he would have made all his throws. He would have had a perfect uh, quarterback rating the other day. Yep. A- absolutely outstanding. Um, you know, the other guy, Easy E. As Daniel calls him, Izukama um, has just been absolutely outstanding as well. I mean, the guy just makes phenomenal moves after the uh, after he catches the ball. He made a, a great catch, um, you know, one-handed basically. Um, he adjusts to the football well. He makes guys move after he catches. The, he make he makes guys miss after uh, he catches the football, and um, he's he's been outstanding. I mean, he's shining above. Uh, all the other guys, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, those two guys are standing out, him and our third-string quarterback. Yeah. Um, just absolutely outstanding. I felt that, um, you know, Bridgewater made some decent throws as well. You know, I mean, you can see he's Here's veteran. my problem with with uh, Teddy. Go ahead. You, you don't give up a safety there. Right, right. You don't. You, you don't. know, that's not a veteran yeah. play. No, it's not. <laughs> It's not. I mean, it came, it came on quick. I mean, the player, you know, the defensive player made a nice play on it. No excuse for it, Mike. But you know, the bottom line is, is that, you know, overall, you know, I liked what I saw out of Teddy. Um, you know, getting back to your comment in regard to Gesicki, um, you know, just the fact that they've got him playing at certain times in the game, you know, is telling you exactly their thought process on him. I don't know if that's true, Lewis, and, and nope. I'll tell you why. He he says he's, he asked to play more because he feels like it's a new position for him. Right. And he, he needs the repetitions. 
Well, Mike, everybody is asking to play more in preseason. I think that maybe they agree with him. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, and the fact that he needs to play more is a telling tale right there. And that that was one of my points to begin with. I mean, you know, you don't see a lot of the other veteran players on the field working at anything whatsoever. I mean, they're they're not playing at all. And this guy's out there getting a, a decent amount of playing time. You know, I think Smite's going to be our starter. I think they're comfortable with him being the starter. And um, Gesicki, you know, I can see him being in the role in the in the two-minute drills and, you know, maybe down in the red zone when you need a second and third tight end, um, you know, hopefully making plays in those situations. And bring him but, in on passing downs. Yeah, I mean, Mike, I'm not even sure if he's, you know, if he's the right guy. I mean, you look at our receiving core. And on passing downs, I mean, you know, I think we talked a little bit about this during the week after the game. You know, who would you prefer to be on the field, Gasecki or one of our other receivers? You know, one of our one of it's our. It's going to depend on what the defense looks like. If I've got a linebacker out there, I I put Gasecki out there. You know, if it's if it's a extra quarterback, then I'd probably want one of the receivers. Right. I mean, you know, it's matchups, Mike. And yep. the bottom line is, is that in passing downs, when you're talking about you know, third and eights or third and twelves. Yeah, I, I'm just not sure if we're better off with the four top receivers on the field instead of Gasicki and in, in passing downs. So I'm just not sure. You know, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they approach it. It's it's but a dilemma. <laughs> it is a dilemma. You know, I mean, he he's you know, we'll see what happens. And I'm I mean, not knocking Gasicki. Right. You no. Know? Right. He is what he is, Mike. At this point, fifth year. You know, we talk about him all the time. I mean, no, I mean, last year he was the right guy for that position. But right now, with the extra talent that we have at wide receiver, you know, you have to ask yourself, you know, who is the better option? That's something that the coaches are going to have to figure out. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would go, as I said, you know, depending on the matchup on the field would depend on who you put in the game. But that means that, you know, he's going to have less targets than he had last year. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, on early downs when, you know, you're trying to run the football, you know, Smythe obviously is going to be the better option. Um, you go to play action, I think Smythe is, is, is very productive in those situations. Yep. So he, he's proven that over the last couple he's of years. He's a good so. player. I mean, he's not Kosicki, but, but he's a good player. He's very solid. Mike, listen, you know, we saw a guy named Bruce Hardy do it with, you yep. know, in a very explosive Miami offense, right? Yep. Um, you know, he was productive and he wasn't, you know, the, you know, he didn't have a lot of speed. He, you know, he had really, really good hands. He was a very, very solid football player. And I think Smythe is comparable to him. Um, yep. You know, so we saw that uh, we've got a lot of explosive guys around that are going to get a lot of attention. And I think that Smite, just the overall package is just a better situation, you know, in, in, a, in a lot of these situations. And then when we go to passing downs, you know, one of our receivers may be a better option. So Gasicki may not see the field as much as we think he's going to. Again, you mentioned it, you know, it's matchups. Um, you know, I think... The offense usually dictates, um, you know, what the matchups are going to be on the opposite side, Mike. It's not so much, you know, a situation where, um, you know, you're going to put Gasicki out on the field, and I'm not so sure they're going to put a linebacker on him anyway. You know, I think they may put a safety or a corner on him in passing situations regardless. So, 
Um, you know, again, when you get down to those matchups, what would you rather have? A wide receiver or, you know, Gasicki, the tight end? It's going to be yeah, interesting. It's going to depend on how productive the receivers are. But if, right. if or the early camp was any indication, they're going to be productive. Yep. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be interesting. The bottom line is this, Mike, because we've kind of gone around in circles with this, is that, uh-huh. you know, Gasicki is, is basically a wide receiver as far as I'm concerned. And in my opinion, the guys that we now have are probably better options. And that, that's, what, that's where I'm coming, you know, that's where, that's where I'm coming from in regard to this. Um, you know, if you place him at the tight end position, Smythe is a better option. So, you know, his, his, um, you know, his, his plays out on the field week in and week out may not be as much as we, we had expected. Well, they agree with you. He's going to be on somebody else's team in, in about a week. Yeah. We'll see what happens. You it's going to be interesting. They'll yeah. trade him. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. You know, we'll you're see. You're not going to keep him on the roster if you don't think you're going to play him, right? Right. I mean, he's got, he's got value, so he does. I mean, I think red zone situations, are, you know, are going to be ideal for him when you bring in a second or third tight end, and it's a short field. Um, you know, he brings he brings something to the table in those situations you because pay of 10, his height. Ten million for a goal line guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I don't know, Mike. It's going to be. I mean, he is really when you look at this team as a whole. You know, he, he's, you know, he's an enigma. He really is, you know, I mean, because, you know, you see a lot of talent there. We talk about this all the time, but, you know, where does he fit in and how does he fit in? And, um, you know, that's the big question. So, you know, and th- we've got a, a different head coach, you know, a different style of offense that's going to be run out there. And, um, you know, he may be an odd man out, you know, on a lot of the plays. Yeah, I mean, you know, the coaches have tough decisions to make, and that's that's one of those tough decisions, you know. You, I, you know, I like Gusecki's attitude about it. I like right. the fact that he's, you know, asking for the additional work. I mean, he's doing everything right. Right. Uh, so, you know, I've got, I've got no complaints with him, the person, and, and really – I don't have many complaints with him, the player. I just, I just feel he's too soft sometimes. But uh, you know that that's his that's his game. I mean, you know, he's like you said, a receiver, right? And uh, you know, they got to decide if that's what they want in the tight end position. You know, Flores was okay with it. I'm not sure these guys are. We'll see. Right. Well, Flores was okay with it to an extent, Mike. I mean, yep. um, you know, Smythe was getting a lot of playing time last year and the year prior and so yeah but they went to two tight ends a lot more than i think this group was going to yeah yeah that's very possible yeah i mean especially now with the receiving crew that we have you know the receiving core um you know the three four top guys look like they're going to be really really good football i mean they are really good football players but some of the guys that that are you know on the back end of our receiving core are actually looking really good as well. I mean, you know, we've been talking about this for a couple of years. Every year we say this that you know the receiving core just looks so good. I mean, last year going into the season with the pickup of the Wolf guy I never mentioned, uh-huh. yeah, for the love. So <laughs> we, uh, you know, him, and then you know we felt Albert Wilson coming back. All of these guys, you know, we we said going into the season. My God, we're strong. You know, Preston Williams, we felt, would come back and play well. Devontae Parker, you know, that's, we thought would have a good game, season. That's the game, Lewis. And it didn't, it didn't happen. It just didn't, have, it didn't develop. But, you know, when you look at this team and, you know, some of the younger guys, um, 
man, they're playing. You know, Bowden's playing well. Um, you know, again, we've we've got a nice core there going into the season, and um, you know, it's going to be very very interesting to see you know, who they use in what situations. You know, we're right back to that. So, Well, you know, they've got a roster to put together in a week. Do you want to see if we can toy around with that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. All right. Why not? Before we do that, I'm going to take a couple of minutes and uh, talk about DraftKings, and then we'll come back and look at that. All righty. Football fans, join the next generation of fantasy football with Rainmakers Football, their first ever NFT fantasy game from DraftKings. It's the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Now you can play all season for millions in prizes by building the ultimate NFT franchise. Right now everyone can get their first full roster starter pack for free. Playing Rainmakers is simple. Buy, sell, bid, and win player card NFTs of the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions on the DraftKings Marketplace. Craft lineups of athletes from your NFT collection and earn points for touchdowns, receptions, and more. Just like daily fantasy football. Build your NFT franchise and enter free Rainmakers football contests all season long to compete for millions in prizes. The next generation of fantasy sports is here. Download the DraftKings Daily fantasy app now sign up with the promo code tppn click the rainmakers tile and opt in to get your first card free plus play for millions in prizes all football season while building the ultimate nft fantasy franchise with rainmakers football that's promo code tppn build play win only at DraftKings. contest entries dependent on type and number of nfts held Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, so we're back. Lewis, I'm keeping three quarterbacks on the roster. You are, are you? I am. Well, I kind of agree with you, Mike. I mean, I don't think this kid's going to be he's – not, he's not going to pass through. And then situation where anybody can snatch him, right? If right. we put him on the practice squad on right, any given you have week to thereafter. Cut, you have to waive him first. Right. But even if he makes makes it through that on any given week, they can snatch him. He can be poached, yes. Exactly. Um, I think he almost has to stay on the roster. Um, you know, he's pre- listen, we've got one more we've got one more preseason game and from the looks of things, he's going to get the majority of the playing time again in 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 the uh, third Probably. preseason game. Yep. Probably, um, or maybe know. him and Teddy. Yeah, him and Teddy. But I think that for the most part, you're going to see him get a really really good look again this week. And um, you know, if he if he has a good showing like he has in the first two games, Mike, I think he's a lock to make the roster. I really do. I, I think he's know. already a lock to make the roster. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think we're keeping three quarterbacks, absolutely. Yep. So, I mean, you know, my my thought process is, and and this has been said before, but my thought process is next year you don't need Bridgewater anymore. You've got this guy, you train him to be your backup, and uh, that that saves you Teddy's salary, which is not cheap. Right. No, it's not. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, how many year contract did did Teddy sign to, or was it just for one season? Um, I think it was two, but I think it. I, I think they'll be able to get rid of him without too much of a, a financial consequence. Gotcha. Yep. 
All right. Uh, but I, I'd have to check it to be sure because I, you know, all this stuff bleeds together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and running back and, and fullback, I really toss this around, you know, because sometimes they do get hurt. But uh, I, I've got the total of four. I've got the three backs and uh, the fullback. Wow. Okay. You got three running backs and the fullback. I mean, in gold's pretty much a lock, right? So Yeah, I would think so. You got to throw him on the roster. Um, you know, Edmonds, Mostert, and um, Michelle, I think, are locks. I don't know if Michelle is a lock. That's that's where I was tossing. I'm, I'm somewhere stuck between uh, the bottom three there, Michelle, Gaskin, and Ahmed. I don't know. I don't know which one of those guys is going to be there. Yeah, I mean... I personally, Ahmed's look good to me, Mike. I, yeah. You know, I think they're keeping four. I think Gaskin is the odd man out. I really do. Um, yeah. You know, if they decide to keep. So you think, you're thinking five then, right? Because you're including the fullback? Or no? Well, including the fullback, yeah. I'm thinking that you're keeping four running backs. And, okay, um, so we, we have the same number. I mean, these guys get beat up, Mike. You know, Mos- yep. Mozart, ha- he has a history. Um, Edmonds. You know, he's been banged up a little bit, not much. You know, Michelle, he's been, you know, he's been pretty healthy for the most part. Ahmed looks really good, Mike. I mean, I, you know, you need some depth there at that running back position. As I yeah, said. Well, I'm thinking putting Sequandre right on the practice squad. Right. Well, me too. I think that he definitely makes the practice squad. Um, you know, Dokes, I think is, you know, it's a foregone conclusion that he's as good as gone. You know, and Gaskin, you know, he does a lot of things well, uh, but I think it comes down to either him or Ahmed. And Ahmed's look good. I mean, he had our only decent run last week. And, you know, as you looked at these first two preseason games, I mean, you know, he's gotten some playing time. He's been in ahead of Gaskin in both games. And um, I think he's played well. Um, You know, so he may have the edge on Gaskin at this point. We shall uh, it, see. It would be a lot easier to tell if they were blocking a little better. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That goes without saying. But I, I always base it on on when they're coming in the game as well, yep. Mike. Like they have a you know a pecking order there, and you know Ahmed's been in pro, you know before Gaskin in both games. So you know I think that's I think that's the route that they're I think that's the route that they're going to go. Um, you know, with I think they're favoring Ahmed over him right now, but. You know, time will tell. You know, time will tell. I mean, you may be very, you may be right about Michelle, but um, you know, he's a guy that was very, very productive last year. So I don't see any reason, as long as there's blocking in front of him, as yep. to why he wouldn't be productive this season. So we'll see. I've got six receivers. You've got six receivers. Yep. Uh, well, Hill, Waddle, Wilson, right. Izu is a comma. Uh huh. Those four are definite locks. Um, after that, after that, know, it gets tough. Um, you would think that Sherfield, special teams, yep. and and Bowden, you know, are the odds-on favorites here. Um, you know, that, that it could be Bowden. It could be Braylon Sanders. It could be. It could Sanu. be Sanders. It could be Sanders. Right. I mean, Sanders is another guy, Mike, that I think goes to the practice, practice squad. squad. Uh-huh. Um, Sanu, it depends on, you know, how much they value him as a veteran. And Craig Craft uh, has come on too. And, Craig Craft uh, had a great game. He yep. had some catches. He looked yep. good. 
Uh, the only guy I don't see on the roster, unfortunately, is Preston Williams. Yeah, I, <laughs> so. I, I, I think he's, you know, he's pretty far down the list. And unless there's some sort of injury of some sort, I don't think he's got a chance of making this football team. I just don't. Um, yep. You know, every other guy that we have mentioned on this list, including Craycraft, has, you know, has shown a little right. bit more than, um, yep. than Williams has. Um, you know, again, we don't know what's going on in practice. We just don't. I mean, Williams may be shining in practice. Well, we know what we um, read, right? And that's what the reporters want to tell you. But, you know, yeah. when you when you read, like, the three different local papers, which I do, you know, the, the three reporters will all describe the same practices different ways. So you're not really getting a concrete, uh, a concrete definitive, uh, you know, position on any player. Yep, exactly. Um, so, I think it's six at the receiver position. And, um, you know, Sanu, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I just can't see them letting, you know, like say a Bowden go to keep Sanu. I just, I just can't see it. I mean, Sherfield right. plays special teams, so that gives him an advantage. You know, it, um, you know, he, he made a nice catch this past week in the game. Um, you know, so he can catch the football and Sanders is a practice squad guy. I, I don't know if Sanu really brings anything to the table in yeah. all honesty. I just don't, you know, I was surprised by the signing to begin with, but, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't see him making the team either. I think those are, those are the six. And I think you're in agreement on that. Correct. Pretty much. Yep. yep. All righty. Tight ends. I've got four. I've got Seathan Carter on there for special teams. I've got Hunter Long, Smythe, and Kosicki, and uh, the odd man out, Tanner Connor. Right, agreed. Yeah, I think they stay with. I think they stick with four tight ends. Now, if Kosicki gets traded, like you mentioned, you know that brings us down to three. I don't know if Tanner Connor makes the roster. Regardless, I think they go with three, and you know maybe they if they do in fact trade Kosicki. They look at the uh, the waiver wire and maybe pick up a, a veteran tight end just in case there's an injury along the uh, along the way there. Um, you know, I don't know what the situation is with uh, Shahan. We still have him. You know, he's on what injured reserve right now or whatever. Yeah, I, be- I believe they put him on injured reserve, and if they did, then he's out for the year. Oh, he's out for the season. Okay. Yeah. If you well, put he him failed on a tra- physical, so. Right. You know, I'm not so, so sure. So, no, so they they did put him on IR, I'm pretty sure. And they that did, puts okay. him out for the season because it happened in training camp. Okay, so he's not an option at any right. point. They don't, let, they don't let you play around with that because they don't want you stashing players and bringing them back later. You know? Yep, absolutely. All right. All right, offensive line. This was tough for me. Um, I went with eight. Okay. Yep. And uh, obviously, Armstead, Eichenberg, Williams, Hunt, Jackson, those guys are locks. Okay, so that's five. Uh, Dieter is pretty much a lock. Yep. So that Because he's, he's your only backup center. So that's six. Yep. And then it gets a little bit more difficult. Uh, Kinley is seven. And uh, then it's a matter of Jones or Little or Panky, who you want to tackle. And then uh, Coleman. Yeah, you missed you know, Coleman I, there too. Yeah, you know? I did. I did, and you know that's that's tough. It's real tough because no, none of those guys were overly impressive. And and Robert Jones, I think you know is is not terrible, but uh, I think it probably is Coleman. I mean, I I think Jones makes makes the team, Mike, and then it's just a matter of whether it be Coleman, Little, 
Kinley is so far down on the depth chart. I mean, I you know, I, I don't know, Mike. I'm not so sure Kinley's there. I really well, don't. Well, I'm not positive he is, certainly, you know. Yeah. Uh, Coleman does not look good either, um, but he's yeah. getting a lot of reps, you yeah. know, in the games. They're, get, they're taking a good look at him, and, Lord, he does not look the good at all. The thing that works in Kinley's favor, he doesn't have the athleticism that they want in that guard position, but if they're just looking to flat-out run the ball, he can move people. Right, but we so, don't. We're not. We're not going to run that type of offense. So I don't know. I mean, yep. this is. It's interesting. You know, that's why I think. I think in that scenario, Mike, with the type of running game we're going to have, I think Jones fits in probably better than say a Kinley does. He but might. again, I don't know. I think that he's a little bit more versatile as well. I think he could play the guard and the tackle position. Kinley, I. Could never see him playing the tackle position at any point. No, um, no, he doesn't have the foot speed. You know, so, I mean, we're looking at depth right now. We're looking at versatility. I mean, Dieter's another guy who brings versatility. He could, you know, he's your backup center. He can play the guard position as well. So I think that favors, you know, those two guys. So, but we'll see. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it's eight. I think nine, keep nine of these guys is like, whoa, you know, you're really, really, you're putting a guy on the roster that you know that probably doesn't deserve to be there because well, you've got Kellen Deitch who can be on the practice squad, and I'm sure Blaze Andrews Andrews can as well. Andres, so, yes, yep. yep, yep, absolutely. So I mean, yeah, you'll do that, you know. Yes, for sure. You know, so I say eight at the most as well. I'm in agreement with you on that. Defensive line, I've got six. I've got uh, Wilkins. I've got Davis. I've got Agba. I've got Sealer. Um, Jenkins, mm-hmm. and probably still. Where's really? Out. You like yeah, him they, over Jones, huh? Yeah. I, well, I thought he had a nice preseason. Preseason, I did. Yep. Uh, you know, especially lately, the last you know last game, he he played well, and and they've been talking him up in practice. So I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. Benito Jones has a little bit more experience, so maybe he's the guy, you know. They uh, may keep seven, too, Mike, you know, in regard to this defense. You know, don't screw it, up my numbers. Well, I'm just telling you. <laughs> I you know. know. I was one short on the defensive side because I figured they're going to keep 25. I had 24, so, you know, they're going to snatch – you know, from one of these positions, they're going to have a guy that I didn't, you know, I didn't count on being there. And I'll tell you what, the defensive tackle position, um, every year it seems like we have guys that go down, um, you know, for, for lengthy periods. Sure. Um, you know, you would like the depth. Um, I like the fact that, you know, we're, we're even debating the fact that, you know, there's, there's uh, guys that are capable of making the roster. I think they're very deep at this position. Uh, Siler, you know, Zach has just been outstanding. He's a monster. I love um, him. You know, he's such a solid player. So, I mean, you look at your four, your four guys there and Wilkins, Davis, Ogba, and him. And I mean, that's solid. And Jenkins rotating in is not horrible either. Then, you know, you get one of these other guys and you have a very, very good, good defensive line there. Um, I like him. I mean, yep. I, I absolutely like this unit as a whole. I mean, I think it's one of our, you know, one one of our strengths on defense and the reason why we play good defense. You know, they, they're, you know, getting to the quarterback, um, you know, they're all of these guys, you know, I mean, you don't see other than Ogba, you know, Siler on occasion, 
Wilkins had you, four and a half sacks from the nose yeah, tackle position last it's year. Not, it's not hard. That's not horrible, exactly. It's not horrible either. So, you know, you want to see more pressure up the middle, Mike, more so than getting to the quarterback. I think that they have to break the Affecting pocket down. the quarterback, yes. Right, exactly. And there are times, there was a lot of times last year where you just did not see that. You saw guys sitting flat-footed and and getting rid of the football way too much time. Um, well, I will say this for Wilkins. That was the best he's looked in our uniform. He had a fantastic season. Oh, he did. There's no there's no question about that. No I don't have the exact number in my head, but I think he had 80-something tackles from yeah, the nose was, tackle position. He was fantastic. That's, yep. And Siler's fantastic, too. I mean, yep. you know, um, it's a good unit. Yep. Uh, linebackers, I've got eight. and. Uh, you know, we, we all know that well, this is not my favorite position. Uh, but there are guys here who can play. Um, you know, they brought in Melvin Ingram, and, and he's on the downside of his career, obviously. But I think he's got something left. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Jerome Baker, who you got to give him the hustles. Right. Uh, Van Ginkle is inconsistent, but he does make plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Phillips is, you know, a young kid, hopefully ascending and, and going to prove himself this year. Right. Uh, you've got a Landon Roberts, who to me is just an average football player. You know, is nobody to get excited about. What what you do like from him though is when when he nails somebody, they're nailed. Goal line defense, short yardage defense, yes. Mike. Very good football player. Yes. Yep. He plays a role. And I like Duke Riley. I, I probably like him more than most do. You know, Mike, th- this unit. Um, you know, I don't know what Melvin Ingram is doing again in practice. I mean, we're not seeing him on the football right. field much. I don't, you know, I don't know how he looks, but I will tell you this. I mean, you know, you've got Tyndale. I mean, you're talking about eight. Um, and you know, good has played well too. And Scarlett, Scarlett is a good special teams player, right? Um, and he's he's shown a little bit here and there. Duke Riley, I think, is making this football team as well, just like you mentioned. You know, our linebackers, you know, I think in regard to the defensive units, uh, I think the other units to an extent, at least the starters are, are um, you know, are, are better, you know, in the secondary and across the defensive line. Um, so this may be our weakest group in regard to starters, but I think depth wise, you know, with some of these younger players, I think, you know, if, if Tyndale and some of these if other guys If they can get develop, something out of Tyndale this year, that yeah. does improve the unit. Yes, at 110%. You know, Baker and Van Ginkel are extremely, extremely talented players. Um, you know, they're very solid players. I like them. You know, Roberts, as we mentioned, brings something to the table. Phillips, you know, he's young. He's progressing. You know, he should be a better football player this year. But, you know, again, you've got some guys you know, like Scarlett and Duke Riley, guys that have filled in from time to time, and they do play some special teams as well that, you know, bring something to the football field for us. So it, one thing you can say about unit. all these guys that you're mentioning, they all have nonstop motors. They you do. Know? Yep, absolutely. There's not a lazy guy in the group. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, I, I see good possibly making the practice squad as well. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see how this unravels. Um, we basically know who our starters are. 
You know, it's just a matter of what our depth is going to be. And a lot of this, especially at this position, Mike, has a lot to do with special teams. The linebackers, you know, they got to play special teams. And I think some of the guys that me and you have talked about, you know, having, you know, having advantage over a guy like Ingram simply because, you know, they're going to play special teams. So we'll see. The uh, secondary was hard for me. Um, Yep. I decided uh, six cornerbacks and five safeties. Six cornerbacks. And does that include Igbenogany? It does. It almost <laughs> has to, right? Yeah. By, by default? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you, you can't cut him right now because it's not financially um, responsible. Right. Uh, so that's the thing there. If he's going to get cut, it'll be next offseason. Well, Mike, the other thing is, is are the guys behind him better? That's the question. I, I, you know, how can I say? Exactly. I mean, you know, so, you know, as bad as he Crossan, may. I think, has looked good in the, in the few times that we've seen him, you know, out there. Yeah, he's making the football team. Yeah. I know he's a little yeah, banged but, up right but now, but I was, he's making the football I was team. bringing him up because I've seen more out of him than I have out of Benogany. Yes, agreed. Uh, so, you know, maybe uh, he leaps him in, in the uh, depth chart. Mm-hmm. But as far as, you know, Elijah Hamilton and Elijah Campbell, I don't know these guys, you know? No, exactly. Exactly. Kohoud has done a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's just a matter of who they prefer, but I'm thinking the number is six, and obviously Howard Jones and Needham are, are locks. Crossan, I think, is a lock. And yep. then it's then it's whoever you want out of the, uh, the rest of the group. The rest of the group. And, again, you know, you may see guys become available once cut down. Yeah, they, they, could weed, they could weed some of these guys out and bring somebody else in as well. Yeah, I, I feel that that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to add a guy that's played in the league. Um, or you maybe, know. They, maybe they send a tight end, you know, for somebody's cornerback. Who knows? We'll see what happens. And safety. Um, let's see. I said I kept five. And uh, we've got six. We've got Holland, Jones, Roe, McKinley, uh, Fetchlehem, who's special teams, and Quincy, William- Qu- Quincy Wilson. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a matter of who you want to go out of that group. But it's obviously either going to be Wilson or McKinley, I believe. And I would probably say uh, Wilson because I think we've seen more of McKinley. Yeah, he's played more. We've seen a little bit more of him. Yeah. Um, you know, Clayton's going to make the team simply because he For plays special, teams. special yep. teams. Um, you know, you, <laughs> I mean, Mike, I'll tell you what, secondary wise, you know, depth wise, we're not overly strong. We're just not. No, um, no, no. You know, losing Trill Williams hurt. Big time. Absolutely. That was a major, major loss. I mean, you just felt a lot. A lot better about this secondary as a whole with him out there. Yeah, because if you've got to, if you've got to play five or six uh, cornerbacks at a time, you know you don't want a guy that's going to be a target. Nick Benogany, I'll tell you right now, if he's on the field, he's going to be a target. Yep. I mean, Mike, if you're attacking this Dolphin football team, okay, um, you know you're going to try and attack them through the passing game because I, you know, I think we're pretty stout run wise, you know, against, you know, it's funny, Lewis, because I would say the opposite. I would say if you're going to attack them, you'd probably do it on the ground. Well, Uh, but maybe they can do both. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I, and you know, I know people are going to disagree with what I said because of, you know, our, our corners 
and and our yeah, but safeties. You're not, you're not talking about throwing at Howard and Jones. Exactly. But- I'm talking about you know the the tight ends who we we consistently have issues with. Yep. Um, the backs out of the backfield with our linebackers attempting to cover them. Um, you know, you see how Buffalo attacks us, and yes. they attack they attack us in those manners. Um, you think that's part of the reason they drafted Tyndall? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I sure do. Uh-huh. Absolutely, without a question of a doubt. I mean, so I think that our run defense is pretty doggone solid. I think our linebackers, if you're going to run the football against us, I think, you know, <laughs> you're barking up the wrong tree there. I think that when you go to that passing game, and you take the two receivers outside wide, even the slot receivers, Mike, we've had problems with covering, right. you know, right. um, that's how you attack us. Um, and I think that's how teams are going to try and attack us. Um, well, we're going to find out real quick because when we play New England, yes, if they start running the ball, like they can run the ball. Yeah. We'll know whether or not we're going to be bad against the run. All right, so what you got left is your your punter, kicker, and launch sapper, and I don't think we have any changes there, so that pretty much closes out the roster. Now, what do you think of the roster overall now that we have a picture of what it might be? You know, Mike, you know, you look at it, um, and I know every team suffers from this, but depth-wise, um, I think there's, you know, there's there's situations here where we've got to stay healthy. Um, if we stay healthy, the roster is great. Um, <laughs> if we lose, I know, I mean, you know, honestly, if we lose, you know, Armstead at the tackle position, I mean, that that's 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 going to hurt. That's going to hurt. Um, yeah, that will it, cost you games. I, you know, Mike, listen. If if we go position by position, real quick, quarterback, I think we're fine. I think we're pretty solid there. Um, if Tua was to go down, you got a veteran. Um, you've got a kid that's very poised in the pocket as your third quarterback. And we've seen this in the NFL before where guys just come out of nowhere and become these outstanding football players, you know, at the quarterback position. It's the one position in football where y- you get incredibly surprised from from players. You know, they they come out of nowhere. They don't have to be first-round picks to be successful in the NFL. No. So, no, but you know the, the odds say they do. But you know there there are exceptions, and we all know about Brady and and uh, right. Russell Wilson, and it happens on and on and on. Yeah. I mean, you know, over the years, it's happened on a continuous basis. Now, um, at the running back position, I think we're 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 pretty deep. Um, the receiver position, I think we're really deep. Um, the offensive line as I mentioned, is is a problem. You know, the tight end position, if Smythe was to get hurt. Do you remember it, when we wanted Creed Humphrey, the center? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, um, you know, the tight end position, you know, if a Smythe gets hurt, uh, you know, we're not overly deep there. Um, you know, the defensive line, I think we're pretty deep. Um the linebacker position, we've got some young players that I think, you know, they've they've shown they can step in. Yeah, Robert's Greer, missing Greer games. did a good job, but uh, the back end of the linebacker group this year. Yes. Um, secondary, you know, cornerback position, not so deep, you not know. So so, so it's kind of, you know, for every other position, you know, if we lose a guy, it's going to hurt quite a bit. You're gonna see a big a big drop off, whereas at other positions, not so much. So 
Um, overall, I think it's one of the best rosters that we've had in a long time. Um, you know, and, uh, but you know, it's we, got warts. <laughs> it, it does. But, you know, if you look around the NFL, I'm sure every team is in the same boat. You yeah, know, so. to some degree. Uh, you, I think our problem is the positions it's at. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're a little weak at the back end of the linebackers, I think you can, you can make over, if, you know, you can make good for that. Yes. But when you're, Thin in the secondary, there's there's no way to hide that, you know. Tough, very yeah. very tough, no doubt. And and the offensive line, Mike. Yep. It's it's not a position where you can hide. I mean, listen, if you've got blocking up front, you can really make running backs look a lot better than you know than, than yeah. what they actually are. And and I got to tell you something something at the end of last season, we ran the ball pretty well. Um, with guys like Duke Johnson yes. and some of those other guys. So they are somewhat capable. And I think, you know, with the run schemes that, you know, that, that are going to be on the table for us and, and the additions, I think, you know, what we're looking at in the preseason is not going to have any ill effect in, in regard to what we do once the season starts. I think we'll be able to run the ball adequately initially. And then I think as the season progresses, they will get better um, as long as we stay healthy, obviously. Now, so. McDaniel came out yesterday and, and said something that I've been trying to say to people, and I, I don't know that it, everybody absorbs it. Right. Preseason games now is not like they were 15 years ago. Okay. What they use these games for now is to look at the bottom of their roster. Yep. That's the only thing they're doing. They're putting this guy against this guy, man on man, and they want to see how they play. How they play against competition right. other it's, than their they're own. Not, they're not giving them anything complicated to do. They just give them an assignment, and they want to see if they can, if they can win their assignment. And that's, it, that's, it helps them to grade because there's not a lot of contact in camp. Not at all. I mean, So it's the a- only place to get that contact – is in these games, and that's why it, they do it the way they do it. It's a whole different game, Mike. It's a yeah. whole different situation. It's a whole different scenario. I, I personally, I hate the season. I really do. Oh, I mean, and pl- those games are useless, and and I feel so bad for the people who have season tickets that have to spend good money for those those games because they're yes. they're a big waste of money. Now, when you have a young quarterback like we do, and you know some some good young players, it it it, it brings something to some the table. enjoyment. Yeah, some enjoyment, but only to an extent. Yeah. Um, you know, I I personally feel they should go down to two games. I think that these practices that they have against the other teams during the week, um, you well, know, yeah. is a much better situation. I just know? look at it this way, Lewis. You know, if if I have nice seats and I'm spending two hundred and fifty dollars a seat, and I got a family of four. I got to spend a thousand dollars to watch that Saturday. It's garbage. I know it's, it's crap. you know I, I I'd feel really ripped off. Well, that's you know? twice over. You got to do that, Mike. Yes, you're yes. talking about two grand. You're talking yeah. about you're talking about a thousand for the two preseason games. It's ridiculous. It yeah. really is. I mean, you know they've got 17 games on the schedule. So I mean, you know, you, you obviously they're making one up every other year that way. Right. So, right. And, and I, I personally feel that at some point they're going to go to an 18-game schedule. Of course. Probably um, the next CBA. Yep. I think that, you know, that's that's going to be the case. I think you're going to see a couple of teams added to the NFL. 
um, somewhere down the line as well. Um, yeah, yeah, what, London and Mexico? <laughs> oh, God, I hope that's not the case. I really do. That's another thing I detest are those yep. Yep. those travel games. Oh, well, Lou, God. you're going to have you're going to have a chance to air those things because we're going to add a segment to the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's called The Last Word. And mm-hmm. uh, what's going to happen is whoever's hosting with me will um, give me a topic that they'd like to speak about. And okay. I will I will choose one of the hosts to go ahead and make their rant. Got it. And uh, I think that'll be interesting. Um, it could be. It just depends on who's doing the ranting. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we'll have yeah. different different angles. You know. Yeah, I'm so. just messing around. Yeah. That, that's a hit. That's a hit at uh, at uh, uh, somebody who's not here. <laughs> And it's only it's only in fun, guys. Whoever takes that to heart, it's only in fun. But uh-huh. uh, no, it, it that that'll be that'll be a fun segment. Absolutely, um, yeah. I'd always have a lot to rant about or to talk about. So yeah, we're, we're not it. gonna we're not gonna keep it dolphin related, but it'll be NFL related. NFL related, absolutely. Oh yeah, I've got plenty to say about all yep. that nonsense. So but, no, I um, think that'll be good, and I you know I sure. think. Uh, Daniel's got some things he can rant about as well. I'll tell you. Yep. So for sure. Know, well, uh, he he's more of a uh, he's more of a positive, especially when it's related to the Dolphins. The NFL, yeah, he could probably uh, get down and dirty on the NFL, but when it comes to the Dolphins, he mm-hmm. you know he doesn't have a lot of bad things to say. All right. Before All we right. close, what do yes. you think of McDaniel? I like the guy. I think he's going. I've said it all along. I think he's going to be a very good coach. I think the the team's going to be ready. I think he brings a certain philosophy and a certain energy to 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 the NFL now. Where, um, well, he brings positive energy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He brings a lot of positive energy. He brings a lot of intelligence to the game of football, and I think that that translates to these younger players extremely well. Um, I think that um, he's going to be a very good head coach. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, exactly. We'll find out in three weeks, correct? Yep. Yep. We got, what, three weeks? Yep, we got this game here, if you want to call it a game, and then we got a two-week break, and we play. September 11th, I believe it is. September 11th. So basically, no, actually, we're a little bit over two weeks away, Mike. Not that far off. Yeah, well, two weeks from the weekend. We're not, yep, we're not two weeks weekend, from yeah. this Saturday. Right. Gotta love it. Gotta All right, love Lewis, it. Lewis, I All appreciate right. you joining me this afternoon. And, Very welcome. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, you know, without you guys, we have no shelf. So we really do appreciate it. Yes, we do. All right. Until next week. Fins up, everybody. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care.
Social Podcast Network.